Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here. And welcome to episode 1993 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus, we'll do it in 100 days and do it with themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Ulysses Osuna. Ulysses, are you prepared to ignite? I am so ready, John. Yes. Let's do this. Ulysses is the founder of Influencer Press, a PR firm that gets influencers on major publications like Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur, and others. Ulysses, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, so pretty much you hit it right on the nail. I help entrepreneurs share their story on massive publications. There's so many entrepreneurs and influencers doing such big things, but yet they just don't know how to get the word out. So my job is to extract their story or their project or whatever it is they're working on and share that out with the world, whether it's on national TV, publications, or podcasts. So, and as far as like my personal story, dude, I'm a hermit. Um, It's it's sad, but it's true. Like I love just (laughs) being at home, uh, working, reading, um, I, I hardly ever go out. And if I do go out, it's like, I, you know, I go watch a movie or something. So, um, but most of the time, like 24 seven, I'm in my room stuck in like this, it's not a cubicle, but, um, yeah, just my room pretty much just working. Your area of expertise is PR and PR influence, et cetera. What's something that we don't know about that and influencer press in general that's frankly, we should. A lot of entrepreneurs, they're, they're doing a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of great stuff too, but, um, the thing that they get caught up with is like a lot of them think that journalists owe them a story. Like they come with the, you know, with the perception, like, because I'm so great, like I deserve to be written about. Right. And that's probably one of the worst ways to actually go about it because journalists don't owe you anything. Right. They don't owe you a thing. It's if anything, um, if a writer's writing about you, it's actually a favor, um, for you. Right. So, um, if you're coming in with a perception of like, yes, I deserve a story and you're coming in with that, that type of attitude, um, you're going to find really quick that you're not going to get uh, massive publicity, right? So you, you're going to find out that um, nobody's going to want to interview you. And then in turn, like you, you just won't be able to get your story out. What do you really want to give Fire Nation as maybe a challenge, as a call to action to maybe take a step forward in this direction? First things first, be a human being. Understand that the writer on the other end has to do work um, for you when they're interviewing you, right? So if you look at it from that perspective, you have to remember they have to inter- they have to take the time out of their day to interview you. They have to write the piece. They have to look for data. They have to um, do all the research, right? So my biggest um, like advice on that end is be a human being and and focus and, and realize that um, it, the the easier you make it on the writer to you know to interview you or whoever it is that's interviewing you, the more likely the higher the chance you'll get. Um, to actually get that feature or whatever it is that you're, you're, you're being interviewed for to actually go live. Because the hard part is not getting the, the interviewer to say yes. The hard part is actually getting them to publish the piece. Because a lot of people can say yes, but when it actually comes down to it, um, you know, in a week or two, life happens and they can get, they can, it can be stressful, they can have something else come up and they just won't publish the piece. So um, follow up, be a human being and understand that they have a process that they go through um, every time they interview somebody. Ulysses, let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. I mean, you've had a lot of ups and some downs, and that's what I want to talk about now is the worst of the worst. Take us there. Yeah, so this one was really, really bad. It was back when I was starting, I think, last October, so last year. Um, 
So a little backstory, I, I went to college for one year, but I never took a class on journalism or PR or anything like that. I kind of just, I kind of got started in it in a really weird way. And when I did, I did not know the rules of PR. So there are rules when it comes to getting publicity, right? Um, so back in October, um, I was, I was, I was being investigated by these major publications. So I was being investigated by staff of Forbes, by staff of like Inc., by staff of Entrepreneur. Um, and it was a really scary time for me. And I didn't know why. I didn't know why until later. So essentially what they did is like they were contacting uh, my clients and, and you know, pretty much doing like an investigation. And then a reporter for CNBC contacted me. Um, and she was, she was like telling me that she was running the story. Um, and pretty much when she was running the story, she told me later that this is on the record and that she, she wanted to give me a chance to, to pretty much like come forward and confess on like what I've been doing. And essentially what I've been doing is here are the rules essentially. One, you cannot barter with contributors. Two, you cannot pay contributors or writers at these publications. And three, you can't even give them gifts, right? So I was doing all three. So um, I like, because I was a writer for, for a couple of these publications too, for like Entrepreneur, uh, Success and HuffPo and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, you know, if, if you help my client get up uh, uh, on, your pub, on, your, on your column, like I can totally help you out, right? I can write about you here or something like that. And then others would ask for payment and then um, others I would offer payment and stuff like that. So like that, the reason why that's so bad is because it, it's like media manipulation in a way, right? It, it, it now turns into like you have biases. There's a reason why they're actually publishing the story, not because they want to, but because, you know, you're, you're, um, you're, they're getting something in return and writers are not supposed to get anything in return. So now I had to like restructure my entire business and I, and I was scared that, that they were going to write a, like bad press about me. And I was just like, um, and keep in mind, I was like 19 at the time. So, and this is my first time doing publicity ever. So it was just like a really scary time for me because I, I didn't want that, right? Like I was in it for long term. I didn't want to, um, I wasn't in it just to like make a quick buck and then leave. Like I made a decision that like when, you know, if I'm going to do PR, like I want to become one of the best at it ever. So that was like a really scary, scary moment in my life. That is a scary moment. And I mean, Fire Nation, the, the reality is when you're pushing the envelope, when you're being aggressive, when you're testing new things, when you're trying stuff, you're, you're going to step on someone's toes. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to cross the line a few times and, and, you know, you might not even know it. And, and oftentimes you won't until, you know, it's, it's thrown in your face that you have crossed the line and just recognize it's part of the maturation process of being an entrepreneur. So what do you, Ulysses, want to make sure our listeners get from that story? You have to own up to your mistakes, right? So right when that happened, they, they cut me, they gave me a slack, like they, they pretty much cut me some slack because one, probably my age and two, I was just naive to the entire thing. But if it was anybody else, right, they would have gotten like, they would have gotten slaughtered by these publications. So I got really lucky that they gave me that chance, but not everybody had, not everybody might have that leisure. So, uh, really be, really be careful and own up to your mistakes because that just shows like, um, that you, you want, you acknowledge you did wrong. Right. And then try to take the steps to make it better. And that's exactly what, you know, I did that afterwards too. I apologize to all the contributors. I, I, I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of relationships and I had to like build the business back up. What is one of the greatest ideas that you've had to date as an entrepreneur? Like what's that aha moment that you had? Walk us through that story and then tell us how you turned it into success. That's a great question. So the aha moment for me was when I was starting in publicity. So the space is so incredibly unsaturated. Right at the time, like right now, I'm in the space, and I know about four to five people um, that do PR that are in that are building a personal brand out of it. Right, so the aha moment for me was 
every time you get into a, like a certain niche or like a certain industry, if you're one of the first people to do it, um, you get a large piece of the pie, right? So right now, um, I'm I'm one of the youngest, you know, to to do PR and to and to do this type of stuff. Like obviously, there's a ton of agencies out there, but essentially, the aha, the aha moment for me was like I, I need to I need to go in and I need I need to go in fast before it becomes uh, saturated, right? So the game plan for me was like I need to work with every single like the reason my business is called Influencer Press is because I want to mainly focus on working with every single influencer possible because, you know, just like off of the rub off effect as well. Like if I, if I'm associated with like Kevin Harrington or, or, you know, uh, somebody big like that, like uh, almost automatically you get that rub off effect of their audience. Right. So, um, I knew that because the space is unsaturated, if I can get the majority of the market, like, you know, uh, be seen with all these influencers that I can get become, um, really, really big and essentially like the Neil Patel of my industry. And I made that decision a long time ago. Like Neil Patel was one of my first, um, like, you know, first people that I ever found out about online marketing. And I made the decision, like, whenever I, if I ever go into like some part of online marketing, I want to be the Neil Patel of my industry. So this is the, this is the way to go for it for me. So Fire Nation, if you're going to shoot for the moon and you miss, guess what? You still land amongst the stars. So who do you want to be? Like, who's that person that you would like to be like? Like, who do you admire? Who is currently where you would love to end up in a couple months, a couple years? Look up to that person and, you know, try to follow in their footsteps. Like, make things happen. We're all standing upon the shoulders of giants. Of course, be you this whole time. Be unique. Be yeah. your individual. But, you know, we all learn from everybody around us, especially those who have come before us and have succeeded. What's your biggest takeaway from that aha moment, Ulysses? The biggest takeaway for me was one, I didn't know that going into publicity, I was going to love it so much, but it just, it aligns with so much of what I do. So I think the, the thing that I want the listeners to take away is like, actually, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure because I didn't like, for example, I didn't know I was going to go into uh, publicity, but when I did, I just fell in love with it. Like I, I get to work with, you know, like right now I'm on your podcast, dude, I look up to you. Like I get to work with so many influencers um, that, and people that I looked up to when I was first starting out, right. In the online marketing space, like I'm a geek when it comes to like online marketing and this stuff. So, um, just, you know, being on this podcast and, and working with these major influencers, like if they're kind of like, in a way, I'm like a fan of, of like this, the business and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, John. Well, what a great way to be though. What a great way to work with people that you admire, that you look up to, that you get excited about working with. I mean, how opposite is that Fire Nation from most people in this world that, you know, go to work, sit in a cubicle next to somebody they don't even know or care about or even like? I mean, it's just sad. And when you get to choose to work with people that you look up to, that you admire, that you enjoy working with, that you get fired up by, that's what being an entrepreneur is all about. Speaking of which, what are you most fired up about today, Ulysses? Yeah, great question. So recently, I've been investing a lot in mentors. So like Sterling Griffin, which uh, he's on your, sh he's you know he's already been on your show, show Scott Oldford and stuff like that. So, and the thing that I'm most fired up about is like in the past six months, I've seen so much growth just by learning and implementing what my what my mentors have taught me. That I just it's I'm seeing my vision unfold. Right. And, and to me, that's so crazy because at first, you know, you just kind of have this vision of like what you would like to happen. But once you kind of see it unfold, it's so cool. Like I, I started out with a team of two and now I have a team of nine. Like I hired a, a, the CEO of a million dollar company. Right. Um, that's worked with like Russell Brunson and Alex Sharfin and all that type of stuff. So um, it's 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 so exciting to see growth when you when you're learning from a mentor, somebody who's done it before, somebody who can guide you in the right steps. Um, and to me, like 
that's the biggest thing that I'm, that I'm excited about. Like in August, for example, we hit 113 in revenue, Boom. right? So, um, like in, in, you know, this year, this year, if everything goes right, which obviously not everything is going to go right, like we should have a million dollar business, um, by the end of, by the end of 2018, Right. So that's exciting for me. Like it's so it's so epic. So that's what I'm most fired up about. Fire Nation, you should be fired up about the lightning round because Ulysses is going to continue dropping value bombs as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. If you're an e-commerce marketer who is having a difficult time understanding the direct ROI of your marketing campaigns, I get it. It can be frustrating. The good news is if you can put your already existing data to work in order to make more meaningful interactions happen with your customers, then you will win. How do you do that? With Clavio. Clavio helps e-commerce marketers save time and make more money through super targeted, highly relevant email and advertising campaigns. The best part is there's no need to hire an army of developers to access and translate your data for you. All you have to do is integrate your store with Clavio's and then it will bring together all of your data in one place, making it easy for you to create campaigns that drive results. That's why thousands of e-commerce companies use Clavio to increase their sales. And right now you can sign up for free at Clavio.com. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Ulysses, are you ready to rock the liking rounds? I am. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The biggest thing was uh, my parents. Right, I come from a small town. Nobody really like the reason why uh, people have a hard time like making it or thinking about bigger stuff is because you, nobody gives you that vision, right? So for me, I had that vision, but my parents were were kind of holding me back. Like they wanted me to do other stuff. I would get lectured almost daily, um, so that was really tough, right? Because I, I wasn't myself. I wasn't an adult. I couldn't just do whatever I wanted to do. Congrats for having the courage to say that. And Fire Nation, I want to kind of go in a little bit of a direction here where. Your parents love you. Your friends, your family, they love you, but they don't always know what's best for you. And don't let them push their old, outdated thinking upon you because it's 2018. Let's wake up and smell the roses. This is our world. Let's take it over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the best advice you've ever received? Best advice is hard work does not equal success. I used to think for the longest time, like I, I was a diehard uh, solopreneur. Like I was going to beat a team. Like I can do everything by myself. Um, and I've noticed that like, if I did that, the, the most I would ever make is like 20,000 a month right now. Um, I have a team and, and like I do less work and I make more money and I, I impact more people. So like hard work does not equal success. Right. So that was like a major shift for me because my entire life I thought, um, if I just work hard, I'll get it. But that's not true. Fire Nation work smart. What's the personal habit that contributes to your success? affirmations, constant affirmations. I have a list of quotes. I even have a poster of quotes in my room that I always tell myself daily because it helps me it, because motivation is very hard to find sometimes. So that the quotes help me, um, help, help bring me back to reality. Like for example, one, one quote that I have that I really love that listeners might resonate with if they're, if they're being an entrepreneur is, um, like my mom is going to die. Like I don't want to deprive her of what she loves the most. And for me, like what she loves the most is her family. Right. So I need I, I don't want to deprive her of having a son. Right. So for me, that's a reminder like, OK, I, I like um, I need to give time to people that I love and stuff like that. So for me, it's always a constant affirmations and just reminding myself of what matters every day. Recommend one Internet resource. Quick Sprout, um, just Quick Sprout from Neil Patel. Like when I was first starting out, I would read that blog daily. 
So, and the reason I, I, I recommend that is because he talks about so much in online marketing and I really recommend learning a lot because as a rookie, you know, you probably don't know diddly squat. So like, <laughs> I really recommend just pouring yourself with information before you get started because you can learn through trial and error, but I'm not that type of guy. I like to know what I'm doing <laughs> before I get started. Recommend one book and share why. How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. So this book really helped me because um, for the longest time, like I was always like, uh, you know, anxious. I had anxiety. Um, and, and this book really taught me like most things in life are irrelevant, right? So we just make it bigger than what it really seems. Um, and for that, that can really, um, you know, take a toll on like your emotional state um, and just stuff like that. So reading that book really helped me um, like be grounded in who I am and realizing like what I can actually do and what I can't do and what I, and when I can't fix something, right, just let it go. You don't want that to take a toll on yourself because that, it, it, um, it really hurts your body and your mental state. Fire Nation, don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. And if you want to get a book like that by Napoleon Hill, by Earl Nightingale, these great audiobooks, they're all available on Audible. And if you're not currently a member, you can get any book for free. You have one book for free when you first sign up if you go through the link eofirebook.com. Ulysses, let's end on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sounds good. So one, uh, one piece of parting guidance is that success is found on the daily routine routine. Like, what are you doing daily that, you know, in five years from now, your future self will look back and be like, I, you know, thank God, like I did this five <laughs> years ago, every single day, because now my life is different. Right. So, uh, if you want to connect with me, you can go to my website, ulyssesosuna.com. There you can see my work, my clients, you can connect with me on social, ask me questions, anything you'd like. So thank you so much, John. I really appreciate um, you having me on and this was epic. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with UO and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Ulysses, that's U-L-Y-S-E-S in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, And Ulysses, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Ulysses today. And everybody's scared of losing, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com and learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for a website that can help you crowdsource design projects quickly and easily? Whether you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even a brand new web design, DesignCrowd has you covered. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer for Fire Nation, or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your next project on DesignCrowd. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire.